Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. Praise is a weapon. Praise go ahead of us and prepares a way for us. When you are a praiser, you are telling God that, God, I thank you for what you have done for me. And any time you praise God, you ask God to do more. There's a scenario that I want to give. You go outside and your child tells you, Mommy, when you are coming back home, please buy me ice cream. And the moment you come back home, your child has not seen the ice cream. But your child comes to you and says, Mommy, thank you for giving me the ice cream. And you know that you didn't buy. Then the child comes and claps, Mommy, thank you so very much for the ice cream. What everybody here, if you're a human being, you do is that because you didn't buy, you start making calls to make arrangements for some ice cream to be delivered. Do you have a witness over here? Yes. That is how we and God, we move. If you want God to do something in your life, begin to bless him in advance. If you bless him in advance, he has no other option than to show up in your destiny. Because you are praising his holy name. The chief end of man is to praise God and to honor the holy name of God. Believers know how to ask. Father, when will you do this one for me? When will I get this one? When will I go here? But listen, I want you to try this antidote. If you know how to go to God in praise and worship him and thank God, whatever that you are looking for, God will do it for you even in advance. Amen. If man was created, let me tell you the chief end of man, why man was created was to worship God, was to bless his holy name was to show God that he's a mighty God, he's an amazing God. Now, if God created man to worship him, why, what are the angels doing? Because angels are designed, they are positioned every now and then to bless the name of the Lord. But God made you to worship him. Why? Because angels worship God by default. When I say by default, the only thing they've been created to do is to worship God. So when they wake up in the morning, holy are you God, God you are good, God you are great, God you are great. So they say it without them thinking about it. But God wanted to create a human being who has consciousness, who understand the praise they are giving. So the praise you and I we give, we give based on our understanding. We don't praise because we are robots. We, give, we praise because we know what God has done. That's right. So the difference between a human being and an angel is that angels operate by default. But we, we can choose to praise and we can choose not to praise. When you meet somebody and you want to date the person, and the very first day you meet the person, I want to date you, I want to be with you, it's a lie. Because you don't know the person. But it's after you have known the person that you understand why you are with the person. So our understanding of God shows our kind of the level of worship we will give unto God. 
worship is very powerful praise is very powerful and when you also worship god you place yourself in a place where god has no other option than to visit your life why the bible says in john chapter 4 verse 23 that the father is seeking for true worshipers the father is looking for true worshipers listen god is everywhere at the same time god knows everyone god knows everything but the bible says god is looking for it doesn't make sense God, everything is in front of God. But the Bible says when it comes to worship, God is looking for worshipers. So it means any time I place myself in a place of worship, I enter under the radar of God and God locates me. So if I want God to locate my story, locate my life, I just have to put myself in the arena of worship and God will look for me. Right. Because God is seeking for true worshipers. Amen. You have a worshiper in the house. Yes. Can you wave your hands and say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. So God is seeking for true worshipers. And your worship, hear me, your worship should be so sacred that you bow down on your knees and say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. The Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. If that thing can breathe, the thing got to praise God. In other words, anytime I praise God, he gives me more life. And also my praise is a sign for God to know that I'm still alive. So it means if I'm alive and I don't praise God, God sees me as dead. So, oh, 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 oh. he says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Now I have breath and I'm not praising. So God doesn't see me. He sees me as a dead person. Don't be a dead man walking. But your praise will make you a living man walking. Shout, I'm a praiser. I'm a praiser. Now, when you praise God, you don't wait. You don't wait to see the manifestation of what you are looking for. Just praise him and it will happen. We're about to check a test in the Bible that is very, very strange. One day Jesus Christ has walked on water. There were some turbulence on the water. And uh, Peter, being a crazy guy as he is, he says, Jesus said, it's me. Peter said, if it's you, let me come. What Peter was trying to say that, if I come and it's not you. <laughs> oh, can you clap your hands and bless God? Oh, I don't know Peter. Peter is somebody that would take knife and cut somebody's ear. So that guy is crazy. So Jesus said, don't worry about his eye. He says, if it's you, let me come. So he had this knife in his pocket that if it's not you, I'm coming. Whatever the thing is, me and the thing, we will die today. One have to die. So Peter sees Jesus. He walks on the water, sees the wind and everything. And the Bible says, wonder when they got into the boat, the, the, the storm ended. But let me tell you something. Their problem didn't end. Because although the storm ended, they were still on the sea. But the Bible says the moment they worshiped God, they landed at where they were going. Oh, wait. The storms ended, but they were still in the sea. Which means the storms can come again. But after they worshipped, they were able to land. I don't know about you, but somebody here, you need to land very well. That's right. And the Lord says, if you can pray. Matthew chapter 14, verse 33. Let's go. Let's go. Let's hear a secret about praise and worship. Let's go. He says, so let's start, let's start from verse 31 so that we know what we are talking about. So look at it right now. So right now, Peter was sinking. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why do you doubt? Let's go. And when they climbed in the boat, the wind died down. 
The wind is down, but they were still on the sea. And let's see the secret of worship. Then those who were with him in the boat, what did they do? What did they do? Worshipped him. So they worshiped in the boat, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Then verse 34. When they had crossed over, they landed. So after they worshipped, they landed. That's right. Today, and mind you, their original destiny was for them to land because Jesus said to them, Let us go over to the other side. But the storms caught them on the sea. But after they worshipped, they landed. I don't know where you want to land in life. Jesus. There's somebody you want to land in long life. You want to land in good health. You want to land in favor. And the Lord says, if you can worship God, you will land at your destination. Amen. Is there anybody yet that knows that God has a great destination for them? Yeah. You will land. Amen. Shout, I will land. I will land. Say, I will land well. I will land well. Say, I will land well. I will land well. And I can't go without giving you this uh, illustration, all the all different services I teach differently, but this illustration I like it so very much. When you are a worshiper, when you are a worshiper, you, 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 you occupy a position that nobody is able to occupy in life. And I come to show you, man of God, give me the chair. This is a serious revelation God gave to me. After going through the Bible, praying about this worship, God gave me a scenario. So man of God, sit on the chair. Everybody here knows about this guy um, from Isaiah chapter 14, this guy, most of you know his name. Um, he used to be called Lucifer. Do you know him? Um, and they call him Satan now, right? Now, this Lucifer guy is not a bad guy, as you, you know. He was not a bad guy. Okay, let me use the word. He was not a bad guy. In, in the whole of the heavens, he was the one leading the role of the choir leader. The worship that will go to God. He will be the one to take the worship and give to God. He was the one in charge. All his voices were full of instruments. When Satan begins to sing, is the organ playing, is the guitar playing, is the drum. Every organ was on his voice. So every day, all the worship will come through him to God. He said, ah, why am I standing there? Give, they bring the worship I give to him. Why don't I take the worship for myself? So he did a kutida in heaven. All the angels, one, two, three. He took one third. They came down. Now, when Satan came down, mind you, Satan is the head of the whole music choir department in heaven. And the Bible says, after Satan sinned and did this particular thing, Satan left the scene and he fell on the ground. Man of God, just sit down. Good. Yeah, now Satan has fallen. When I read my Bible, I didn't see that when Satan left the seat, another angel came to sit on it. So Satan's position in heaven is vacant. So anytime you and I, we worship God, we occupy that vacant position. Right. Oh, I can't feel somebody. So the, the, the position Satan used to occupy. Anytime I worship, I set myself in that position. That's, right. That's why it makes you very unique. That's why David's life was different. David will commit every sin, but you say, God, I know you are God, you are great. He wrote 150 Psalms, and based on that, his destiny was streamed. So anytime you worship God, the empty chair in heaven, you are the one who begins to sit on that chair. Is there anybody here that knows that there's an empty chair and God says, as you worship me, I'm about to cause you to sit 
on that chair. Amen. And here may not only be a chair that Satan used to sit on, but the chair of elevation, Amen. the chair of favor, Amen. the chair of greatness, Amen. the chair of success. Amen. Receive and enjoy and sit in that particular chair. Amen. Shall I enjoy my position? I enjoy my position. Now let me give you the last two things about praise and worship. So right now, Daniel is there and Daniel hears that they are about to put him in a lion's den. If it was you and I, we would just run away from everybody. But the Bible says he went down to give praise unto God. I want to ask you one question. Can you thank God when you know that some people are coming against you? Test service. Can you praise God when you know that every order is against you? The Bible says all the satraps, all the administrators, it means everybody around him was against him. But there's one thing about praise. If you know how to praise God, those who are against you can fight you. That's right. Yes, in life, people will be against you. If you are here and nobody is against you, keep on living. I said, if you are here and nobody is against you, keep on living. A day will come that somebody will be against you. And sometimes when people are against you, it's not because you've done them anything. Somebody will come against you because of the way you look like. Because of the hairstyle you have done, they don't like you. But anytime they come against you, set yourself up in the praise of worship. In, in, the, in the place of praise and worship. And God will touch your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen. Today I release that grace on somebody now. Amen. May God give you the victory. Now put your hand down. Look at this. So when I worship God, when I worship God, when I worship God, when I worship God, an atmosphere is created around me. And mind you, angels worship God. So the atmosphere of angels is a place of worship, right? So if I want angels to come around me, I'm supposed to enter into a place of worship and praise. If I want angels to come around me. So because Daniel worshipped and praised God, even when there was a conspiracy, what happened was that when he went into the lion's den, angels came there. Why? Because it was an atmosphere they knew about. Because a fish can only survive in water. A bird can only survive in the air. And God and angels can only survive in the place of praise and worship. Amen. So if I want God to come around me, if I want God to visit me, I need to create an atmosphere. And that atmosphere is the place of praise and worship. Let's see something from the book of Psalm 22 verse 1. The attitude of the praiser. The attitude of the praiser. And, and this is how a praiser begins to move. Look at it right now. His life is down. He's not happy in life. He's not a comfortable person. But look at how he says. He says, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? You know, it's a familiar test. Who said it? Jesus, right? David also said the same thing. Why are you far from helping me? Have you ever mentioned that word before? Have you ever said that before? Oh, let me see. Let me see. Wow. Wow. Then we have a lot of people here who, who things are going on very good for you. Because I want to see people have done them before. It's like only a few people, which means your life is really moving forward. Thank you. God bless you for that. Amen. But some of us, we have said that, that before. That God, why are you far from helping me? When I turn my left or right, nobody is there. He says, and from the worst of my roaring. Let's go. Oh, my God. I cry to you in the daytime. But God, you don't hear me. Have you told that God before? Yeah. It's normal. Because you're a human being. In the night season, I'm not silent, but God, you are not hearing me. But let's see the secret of a praiser and a worshiper. 
He says, but oh God, I know you are not hearing me, but you are holy. I know you are not hearing me, but you stay in the praises of your people. So get, get, get the word. He says, thou inhabit. Now thou inhabit, the word inhabit means habitation. And habitation means a dwelling place where he stays. So God's address is P.O. Box praise. Uh, oh, 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 oh. He says, I'm calling you. You are not coming. I'm crying you are not coming, but I know how to get you. I know your address is called praise. So right now, let me stop everything and praise you. You will come. So in the, oh, those who are clapping, we got the revelation. So in the midst of your challenge, in the midst of your agony, stop everything and begin to praise him. As you praise him, he will come. Right. It's like a dog looking for fish to chew. You call the dog to come and the dog will not come. Just put some small fish there. The dog will run and come. That's how it is done with God. You call God is not coming. Just give him praise. He will show up in the name of Jesus. Today I declare in the name of Jesus. Jesus. By virtue of your praise. May Jehovah visit your life. Amen. By virtue of your praise. May your story change in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shout I'm a praiser. I'm a praiser. Say I'm a worshiper. I'm a worshiper. Now let me give this, this last two points. Then we, we. Now check this one. Check this. Psalm 5 verse 11. Psalm 5:11, and let's see the attitude and the power of praise. Church, you know, I always advise you that wherever you are, play gospel music on the background. Just be a worshiper. When you come to my house right now, when you go there right now, music is playing 24-7. I don't turn it off. Because I know that God loves praise. So God, I create it for you every day. God, be with me there. He says, let all those who take refuge in you, be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. It means when I can sing for joy in God, he will be my refuge. What's my refuge? A refuge is a hiding place. When I'm in trouble, that's where I will run. But I can only run there when I'm a praiser. So if you're not singing, don't ask God to help you. If you're not blessing his name, don't ask him to help you. And look at it right now. Spread your protection over them. So the moment you praise him, he gives his protection on you. Do you need God's protection? Yes. The answer is very simple. Sing for joy. That those who love your name may rejoice in you. So as we rejoice in you, he spread his protection on us. From now to the end of the year, Affliction will not come around you. Amen. Disaster will not come close. Because you know the attitude of the praiser. Say, I'm a praiser. I'm a praiser. Let me give you the last test about the secret of somebody when you praise God. One day there was a king in Israel, in the land of Judah. He was there all his life. He's believing in peace. The one day he was there, he had a test message through his email address. And it came to his palace, and um, the mailman came in, and he got a WhatsApp test. He checked email. It was a test message, I, I message. And he said, three nations, three kings are coming against you. They want to kill you. The name of the king is called Jehoshaphat. Three nations. One nation is called the nation of Moab. Come for me right now, man of God. One of them is called the nation of Moab. The other one is called the nation of Ammon. That's Ammon, the Ammonite. And the third one is from the land of the Mausia. Three different nations, they are coming against one king. Church of God, hear me. This is one king. 
and three nations have come against him. What will you do? Some of these things, they are called spiritual sudden attacks. You are there. Not a BP also. You didn't plan. You didn't wish. It just came. Sudden attacks. And when it came, as a human being, Jehoshaphat, he was quite down. Then the word of the Lord came to a Levite. A Levite was like a priest and said, go and tell the king not to be afraid. He should only organize some singers and begin to sing. And out of the singing, Jehovah will speak. Today, when we finish, hear me? From today, Tuesday, Wednesday, and next Sunday, we will not, all our prayers, we will not ask anything from God. We will only praise God. And if, if, if what I'm teaching is true, God will give you results. Those who are clapping, something! So, the word of God came and said, do that. The Bible says, when they started singing. Now, mind you, all these three people, they are, they are come together to fight him. The Bible says, when they started singing, these two enemies, the Ammonites and the Moabites. Let's go, let's go, let's go, verse, verse. Yeah. As they began to sing and praise the Lord. The Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah. Let's go. Then the men of Ammon and Moab rose up against the men of Mount Seir. So hear me. Now the enemies, they were three. Then Ammon and Moab, they came together to kill one enemy. Fall down. <laughs> Their target is who? But when praise came, they were confused. So praise confuses your enemies. So when they came together to fight this one, then later, the two of them too, they gathered together to fight among themselves. And the two of them killed, each, killed themselves. Listen, 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 listen. All this time, Jehoshaphat is still standing. Listen, if you can praise God, you will stand and watch how God will defeat. Oh, those who are clapping, I said, if you can praise God, you will stand and watch. Oh, I can't. You will stand. He says, now the men of Ammon and Moab rose up against the men from Mount Seir and destroyed them. And after they finished slaughtering the men of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. So the two of them destroyed one, on, one another. And let's see what happened. When the men of Judah, so come, this is Joseph and men of Judah. When they came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. Today, let me stand on the altar. Those fighting you, you shall see dead bodies. Those tormenting you, you shall see their dead bodies. Anything fighting you, you will see the dead bodies. Okay. If it's sickness, dead sickness. If it's financial poverty, dead financial poverty. You will see the death of everything. Fight against your life. I stand on the altar of the testimony city. And I declare by the mercies. I declare by the grace of God. May God, may Jehovah arise right now. You will see just dead bodies on the road. You will see, brother, because I'll be on the road. You will see only dead bodies. By the strength of God, by the power of God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I say you shall see only that.
have a setup. I end in two minutes and see what happened. That's not the end, though. That's not the end. So they saw only dead bodies. And let's, and let's continue. Let's continue. So Jehoshaphat and his men, they went and carried off their plunder. These people, they came with items. Among them were a great amount of equipment, that's their ammunitions, and clothing, and also articles of value, that is more gold and silver and diamond. More than they could carry away. When you were a praiser, what God gives to you is more than what you can carry. Listen, this is not a story. This is for your life. And hear me, it's not, it's there, it's not there yet. Look at it. There was so much plunder that it took them three days to collect. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, all this time, Joseph had didn't do anything at all. All the things they were doing that, God, you are good. God, you are good. God, you are good. If you continue to say, God, you are good, what God will give to you, it will take you 30 years to carry. It's called generational wealth, generational blessings. It's not done yet. Let's go, let's go, let's go. On the fourth day, now, now there's a secret here, and that's what I'll end there. On the fourth day, mind you, they used three days to carry. Now on the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Beraka. And they praised the Lord. That's why it's called the valley of Beraka. That's praise valley. Uh, the word Beraka means praise. Okay, on the fourth day, over their enemies. I'll give you the meaning. Let's go, verse 28. Verse 28. Then they entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with their instruments and praised God together. Let me tell you something. The Lord was showing them. Your miracle came by praise. So continue with praise. Most of the time, when God blesses us, we forget about the temple. They got the praise outside, but they brought the praise into the temple. So anytime God does something for you, don't forget the house of God. The house of God is your source. Because the house of God will endorse what God has done for you outside. So a, a Christian... Who says, I'm a Christian, I love God, I love people. Bash for me, I'll not go to church. Hey, it's a lie. It's not possible. You can't work in a bank and say, I'm a, I'm a banker, but I don't work in any bank. It's an error. So you can get the victory outside, but you have to end it in the temple. And in the temple, it's your giving. It's your tithe. It's your first fruit. That is what connects you to the altar. And let's see right now, they went to the temple. And after they did that, Hear me. There are two levels of God's deliverance. The first deliverance is your enemies falling under you. The next level of deliverance is that the fear of God now came on the other enemies. If God delivered them from this one, it's number one. But that's not enough because if fear doesn't come on other enemies, other enemies too will come. But when this miracle comes, other enemies will not try them again. So from today, I declare enemies that are waiting to come again, your fear will become a I said, your fear will fall on them. And all the kingdoms on the countries, when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel, let's see. And the kingdom, because of that, the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace. For his God had given him rest on every side. Hear me? Hear me? Hear me? Don't only be excited when your enemies fall, get to the realm of peace. Because if they fall and you don't get to the realm of peace, you fight again. But when they fall, enter into the realm of peace. 
Today I came to let you know, for you to get peace, be a praiser and a worshiper. Thank you, I'm done. And hear me, I've told you, today, Tuesday, Wednesday, and next Sunday, this church, you will not ask anything from God. You will not ask anything from God. We want to try what you have preached. I believe in trying and, and working on what we have preached. We are about to worship God. We are about to thank God. We are about to come before the Lord. And we are saying that, oh God, at this test service, we have come together. That God, we want to worship your holy name. Somebody begin to worship God. First service, that's all we did. Second service, that's all we did. And this test service too, we are continuing with it. Church, I want to tell you this again. Hear me? Don't ask anything from God. Don't ask anything. Today you have seen the secret of a praiser. They praise and God himself fought for them. Listen to me. You can lie down. You can sit down. You can kneel down. You can do whatever that you want to do. Roll on the floor and say, God, how excellent is your name. Somebody in the next one minute begin to worship God. In spite of the challenges. In spite of the battles. In spite of the agonies. Begin to worship God. Bless his holy name. For your mercy never Somebody, God has been good. We didn't die. All my days. We didn't die. I've been held in your hands. Somebody bless his holy name. From the moment Father, I wake up. We worship you. Until I lay my head. Father, we honor you. We I honor you. Of the goodness. I love you, Lord. Somebody for bless your this mercy, holy name. For your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. Father, we keep a praise. Hold on. Now, no music. I want people to wail on God. Thank God. Bless his holy name. Show your appreciation to God. Because he says he's looking for true worshippers. If God is looking for it, it means he wants it. Somebody begin to tell God. Don't let anything distract your worship. Bless his holy name. No music. Let's give God a raw worship. A raw worship. Last night, the time you close your eyes, you don't know. You don't know when your eyes close. You don't, you don't, you don't know. It's a sign that God is with you. It means at that time, anything could have happened to you. Somebody worship his holy name. Kandara Satabakataya. You are God, you are great. You are a wonderful God. Father, the test service, we come together and say, you are God. You are great. You are marvelous. If it's not the message of God, we would have been consumed by now. Those that were looking for our obituary poster. What you went through. You should have lost your mind by now. 
But God kept us. God kept us. God saved us. Somebody worship him. Bless his name. Hey, what happened to you five years ago? You thought you're not going to survive, oh, but God kept you. What happened one year ago? People thought that was your end. Somebody, let's bless him. Let's bless him. Test service, let's appreciate God. The hospital you slept. Somebody slept on the same bed. They didn't come back home. The same flight you take on the route. Somebody took the flight. They couldn't arrive. The same road you crossed. Somebody couldn't make it. You could have started the church by worshiping. But to teach you why you need to worship. Before. We worship. In the next one minute. Let's go. We give you glory, Lord, as you honor you. You are wonderful. You are worthy, O oh Lord. Let's go. Now, church, let's get together and let's worship God with this music. Let's go. We give you glory, Lord. Show him your love. As we honor you. We give you glory, Lord. As we honor you. Because you
may be seated. You may be seated. Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniela Martin on www.danielamartin.net or call the toll-free number 1-844-314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email amoatt at hotmail.com. If you are blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www.danielamwating.net or cash app, dollar sign, power of worship, one, or PayPal, info at danielamwating.net or MTN mobile money, 055-0000881. Thank you. You can worship with Prophet Daniela Martin at Power of Worship International Ministries, Spinktest Road, Accra, Ghana, or any of his international branches across the world. Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse, at Daniel Amwating, or Power of Worship International on Facebook. Thank you.